Warning. This podcast will contain spoilers from whatever TV show or movie is mentioned. Please listen at your own discretion. Welcome to Viewers Anonymous. Yo, I am Scoots Bronson. I am S. Foster. And this is the Viewers Anonymous podcast. What's going on with you, my guy? Can't call it, man. Another day above ground, so I guess your boy can't complain, man. But how about yourself, man? How you feeling? Man, I am feeling great. Um, you know what I'm saying? Just a, just a day in the life. I'm out here doing my thing, man. No complaints. <clears throat> I ain't mad at it, man. You know what I'm saying? I uh, I survived the weekend. You know what I'm saying? I ain't happy about it, but I did. You know I died a little bit inside. Oh, oh, I'm hurting. I did it, man. Listen, I had to do an emergency pie. You know what I'm saying? I, yeah. Now I already know, but I was, I kept saying, "Yo, I'm hurt." You know what I'm saying, hey, man. Listen, I told you I'm here. Fuck Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> well, you on the other side? Yeah. Fuck Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> he had one fucking job. And that was to get rid and Andy Reid too. Fuck him too. They had one job, and that was to get rid of the fucking Bengals, and they couldn't do it. Fuck them. Man, Patrick listen. Holmes is not the biracial angel I thought he was. Man, listen, fuck Jimmy Garoppolo, man. But well, he's requesting a trade news. right now. Well, he ain't requesting the trade. They already not. Nah, nah. See, that ain't no. I'm break. Look, you break up with me, so that means I'm breaking up with you first. Nah, yeah. they already broke up with you. Don't try to act Facts. like. Yeah, when he threw that interception. They, that was it right there. That's a nigga. This, nah, guy, this is it, over. Nah, nah. I don't even think it was that. Like, look, I've been saying it on four three. I was like, yo, no matter if he if the 49ers won the Super Bowl or not, Jimmy G was gone. You did. You definitely said that. You definitely. He said was that. he was gone regardless. But but yeah, man. So I talked about some possibilities of of what could happen with him and the 49ers future and all that type of shit. I did all you that shit on twenty eight minutes. You know what I'm saying? Your boy could be coming home, man. Hey, listen to the Mercy episode <laughs> seventy one. Yeah, you know I'm saying. Hey, listen, I ain't even listen. Blood. I ain't even listen to it, and I already know what you on. Your boy could be coming home, man. Hey, I'm just saying, man. He might not be I'm, wearing blue this time, but your boy could be coming home, man. Hey, check out episode seventy one, man. Yeah, you know I'm sure. saying. I went, I went through it. I went through it. So where the where the fuck is Berkeley? Is that in the Bay? Berkeley, no, Berkeley, it's in the Bay, but it's, uh, I think it's more kind of in the country, like, like, I don't think, like, I don't that think. That might be close to the Bay, bro, because you know who else went there? Marshawn Lynch, yeah. Yeah, and DJ. Yeah, DJ went there. He missed so that, Aaron Rodgers, though, by year. I know, I'm just saying, though, but, but that mean, you know, that nigga might be. <laughs> That might might be a homecoming for you, boy. I'm just saying, man. Look, I, I spoke about it, man. I'm just Brighton, saying. Brighton, like, sunny, San Fran, bro. But this is he the ain't only gotta, thing. He ain't got to play in the cold no more. But I did. I didn't say this on the podcast. Mm-hmm. But the one factor to throw in there, we know he ain't vaccinated. Fuck all that. We don't in care. The, not, we don't care. No, no uh, it does care. matter Listen. because in in San Francisco, well. Mm-hmm. Technically, the, the stadium is in Santa Clara, but mm-hmm. 
You're saying California got, uh, anyway. Though, they got they sure. got stri- they got some strict rules. Like, hey man, let me tell you something. Really some rules let me like tell that. you something. They're making an exception for Aaron Rodgers, bro. <laughs> <laughs> trust me, trust and believe me when I tell you, it'll be I'm an exception just, for Aaron Rodgers, bro. I'm 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 just saying, like, nah, I I, I did say that that's a possibility. Um, you know, they got twelve point seven million in salary cap, but you dump Jimmy. That's twenty four million right there. Hey, so, him and Debo can get paid, and and what fun well, would he have with Debo Samuel? And and see, he uh Nick Bosa getting a deal too. So oh, for sure. but 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 you can restructure restructure some shit, yeah. have some shit front heavy, some shit hey, back listen. heavy. Hey, listen, I'm I'm sure if Debo find out that Aaron Rodgers is coming, he he'll save a few million, bro, just to you know. I'm get, get all back to get that right. Hey, like I said, like I said on the pod, this would be the first time because I don't remember how high that defense was, but this would be the first time Aaron Rodgers could have because he's coming into an offense that was seventh in the league mm-hmm. and the defense was third. Mm-hmm. This would be the first time he had anything that high on both sides of the ball. That's what I'm saying, and get you a running back. Shit, shit, we already got one. Get you another one. But this is the thing, though. Oh, like, never mind. Trey Sermon coming back. Trey Sermon coming back, but the person that is a free agent uh, is Raheem Moster. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know, man. It, I th- it, it really depends on the price for me. Yeah. For, for Elijah Mitchell to do what he did, like, he kind of – I would say he solidified his spot for the simple fact. Like, most of you been hurt. Like, every year you've been a starter. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, you know, we'll see. Sorry to go down the football lane, y'all, but, you know, yeah. it's uh, – it was a heavy weekend, man, for both of us, man. I mean, both, but, both of us got disappointed. Uh, yeah, I've been I've been getting disappointed out playoffs. Um, funny thing is, though, this is that's the perfect intro. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. To what we'll be talking about. You know what I'm saying? Um, listen, man, today's episode is brought to you by uh, a small town called West Cannon, Texas. Or West um, Canaan. Yeah, West Canaan. Uh, home of the what was they the uh the, the wolves the, the, the I don't even know what the fuck they were what they what were they the, the I think they, I think there's the wolves that might have been the wolves I mean they had a wolf on their helmet yeah well brought to you by the wolves um my man what's his name Ed Kilmer uh uh. Bud Kilmer. Bud Kilmer. You know what I'm saying? My man Bud Kilmer was out here, you know what I'm saying, looking for his 28th championship. And um, his star quarterback, Lance Harbor, went down. And, you know what I'm saying, the main man, Johnny Moxon, had to step up and take the shine. Um, But if you don't know what movie we're talking about, and that sounds very unfamiliar to you, we are talking about one of the wildest – um, football movies to ever be put on film. We're talking about Varsity Blues. <laughs> now, I gotta get this off my chest, bro. What's up? I want to say that when I okay, so like if you've never seen this movie before, right, and you don't know shit about high school football in small towns, you would say. 
oh, this is preposterous. This is crazy. There's no way that, you know what I'm saying, like they getting, you know what I'm saying, and there's there's no way that they're this fucking famous in this small town. But I know better. Mm-hmm. I know way better. Listen, we have to do something. I texted you this earlier. We got to do something about high school football in small towns, bro. It's it's that that right there lets you know it's out of hand. And I'm sure it it un- went tenfold now. Oh bro, my nigga Mox, bro. My nigga Mox. He went to the store. All my nigga wanted was a diet coke. <laughs> the nigga got the restaurant put out <laughs> a six pack of Budweiser for this nigga, bro, for, for the freeski. My nigga just wanted a ice cold Coca-Cola and couldn't yeah. even get it. It, I'm glad you brought that up. What if I really wanted that Coke, man? That's all I'm saying, bro. <laughs> That's all I'm saying, bro. Yo. These niggas was in high school, bro, living the fucking life. When I tell you that the shit that was going on in this small, hick-ass town with these kids who, first and foremost... They done have fuck it. <laughs> they had grown ass men playing these roles. None of them niggas looked like they was really in high school in real life. <laughs> them niggas actually looked like grown ass men, especially not, James Vanderbeek. Not not all of them, man. Because Paul Walker was, looked like he could have been in high school. Yeah, Paul Walker, the um, black dude though. Was, yo, come on, fam. Listen, he looked like he's in college. When do do you know he really played in the NFL? He played for he really? played for the Kansas City Chiefs. They said that he was. You look at his bio. They said he was like highly recruited coming out of high school, mm. and um, they said after college he uh he played with the Kansas City Chiefs. Mm. Yeah, the real the real actor did. So I knew like you can look at the way he was running when they really yeah. zoomed in on him in that last game. Yeah. That dude looked like a real running back. When he when he jumped over when he jumped over the the uh the dude that got hit by the block into the end zone, that's when I knew I was like, oh yeah, this nigga he must have really played before. James yeah. Vanderbeek, he looked like he played before. Yeah, he do look like because his throwing before. mechanics. Paul Walker though, nah, bro. Yeah, Paul Walker didn't really play football. You could tell. You can tell just by the way he throw. He looked like he just threw the ball around with his friends, but not nah, like Vanderbeek looked like he really, you know I, what I'm saying? Could throw the I football. think I think that's why they rose was with the way it was, man. Because mm-hmm. it was like Paul Walker. I don't think Paul Walker really had the the. I mean, like, and that's another. I told you, like, for number one, when it comes to football movies, right? Mm-hmm. Like, we don't really get them like that anymore, right? Like this shit looked like real. Like oh, it this could be shit, real yeah. football. This shit was like in into it, and like like they really taking hits. Like I wish we could have spoke to fucking James Vanderbeek to be like, yo, like how bruised up did you really get doing this shit? Because it looked like he really. I would have asked James Vanderbeek, how did you let them write your character to where you could sit on the bench and hit the ref without seeing him, <laughs> <laughs> and hit the ref in the stomach without seeing him sit down. On point, but you get in the game and can barely make a fucking pass. Come on, bro. Like nah, nah, nah every nah. every pass he made, dude. He only had one bad game. That's what he was drunk. What you talking about? I know. Nigga, if you could sit down and throw the ball like this 
and hit the ref in the stomach from all the way across. You ain't even really all the way across the field. You beyond that for real because you sitting on the bench. That nigga was on the sideline on the other side of the field. And he hit that nigga on the money. I don't give a fuck how drunk you are, Mox. Get your ass out there <laughs> and you play fucking football. You let us down in that game, bro. But I'm going to be honest with you. I blame Miss Davis for that game. Oh, yeah. Miss Miss Davis, listen. All right. We really going there? Yeah, for listen, sure. This, First of all, can you even imagine? Mm-hmm. Now I might have had maybe three teachers where it's like that could have been a possibility, mm-hmm. but all the rest of them, nah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I shouldn't even think about going up in there. But can I you? Had, I had like I had like two or three in high school that I could have seen. They weren't my teachers, but they was teachers in the school or like yeah. they worked for the school. I could see if you know they could have got it off, but. Yo, you just and this is another thing, and this goes back to that small town thing you was talking about. Mm-hmm. Yo, they in the strip club. Everybody know who they are. Facts. Somebody now, y'all got free drinks all night. Knowing these motherfuckers 17, 18 years old. Knowing the drinking age is 21, and they get drinks all night. But this is my thing. I'm blaming. The the dude that owned the strip club, no. you know they got a game a big game next tomorrow night. No, why are you, Miss <laughs> Davis? Man, why is you serving these dudes all night, knowing listen, they got a game? No, this is why I blame Miss Davis because they got in the huddle and Tweeter specifically said. Plus, I think Twitter could have hit, by the way. But Twitter specifically said, "I can't stop thinking about Miss Davis's fat ass." And he jumped up in the air, and a few plays later, he had the ball on his hands, and he couldn't grab it. He was so unfocused. Yo, listen. He told Miss Davis, he said, I want you to know that I am 18, and I have had sex with older women. Mm-hmm. He said, he called it tropical. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he said, I gave him 9.5. Still 9. got 5. wood. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but this dude yes, is sir. wild, but. Yeah, sir. My man Billy Bob said 10. <laughs> 10. Hey, Billy Bob was wilding. But yo, yeah, these the, look, these small towns, yo, it's it's crazy. Like, I've never had a situation like that. Like, you know, I got some free shit here and there and stuff like mm-hmm. that. But like, even just being out and just like people just recognizing you, like grown ass people coming up to you, like, oh man, you know, you had a great game, you know. It's like I don't even know you. Like, yeah. like you could become like not celebrity, like, but you know what I'm saying? But just recognizable where people just know who you are and you just like, I don't even I don't even know you like that. And people coming mm-hmm. up to you giving you advice and all this type of shit. But like being in small town, and I can't even imagine the magnitude of Texas, like being a star in a small town in Texas, because hey, the listen. football down there is completely different. Completely. That's different. like the that's like the blood and soul of Texas, bro. Like you even even though Texas. even though they don't have the best players come out of there, they definitely got the best programs. Uh, they're up there though. I mean, like we there. yeah, they are. But the real but the best players always come out of Ohio. We ain't even doing this. I'm just I'm just um, being honest, bro. I'm being no, honest. That's that's I'm being honest. Definitely not true. <laughs> Dude, I was gonna say I was gonna say shit that 
to me, the, the, the place that could compete with them the most would be Florida. That's recent. Are you out your mind? I'm dead ass here. That's recent. Man, you is crazy. I'm dead ass here, bro. Man, listen. How many Heisman Trophy? How many Heisman Trophy winners Florida got? Well, out of the state of Florida, I don't know. I'm talking. Yeah, no, I'm talking. No, I'm not talking about out of the state of Florida. I'm talking about Florida State, Florida. Uh, uh, No, no, that don't even matter because Jameis Winston got one, but he's from Alabama. I I wasn't meaning it that way. I was meaning. The state. No, I'm Texas. just talking about the. I'm just talking about the school. Oh no, 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 that's not what I was talking about. No, I was you know talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My bad. We, don't we forget. Got, don't forget. Ohio has homegrown has the only two time back to back Heisman Trophy winner. True. And what happened after that? Troy Smith. No, no, I'm talking about what happened to Archie Griffin after that. Oh, I mean his his. I, I mean, I don't care about that part. I'm just talking about his accomplishments. <laughs> I'm just saying, I don't care nothing about that. Nah, but uh, but yeah, it's 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 a wild dynamic, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I just thought that that was peculiar. Just, I mean, yeah, I mean, we could joke around and say, I mean, look, now Miss Davis does definitely play a factor, mm-hmm. but I'm just saying, for, and I think that the way that the the owner was looking at it was like. I want y'all guys to have a good time. This is Lance Harbor first time, you know, actually being out. Well, and I'm sure he was just like, guys, we got Lance Harbor in the goddamn bar. That's you know what I'm saying. I was excited just to have that. Yeah, and I think, but I just think that he didn't look at it like, oh shit, y'all can go into this game hungover as hell and look and play like shit. But that also gave us probably like, I mean, Bud Kimmer was. A complete asshole that was out for himself, but like that locker room scene, though. I mean, when you Which sixteen, one? the uh, after that game, I oh, with Mox, and he was like, "Man, when he called Mox's dad a no talented pussy, but at least he listened." Yo, mm-hmm. no, listen. fuck that. That nigga Mox's <laughs> dad said I had to stand up to it, so he's gonna have to do it too. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Get out of here, loser. Yo, uh, see, and that's another thing that go with these small towns. Like these coaches that have been there and they coach the dads and then mm-hmm. the son comes to play for them. Mm-hmm. It's like when you have those coaches that's been there so long. We had something similar. Um, We had uh, Coach Holcomb. I told a story about Coach Holcomb, but he was never technically my head coach because um, – my freshman year when I came when I came in my freshman year that his last year was my eighth grade year. Mm-hmm. So uh another coach took the head coaching job. But like but like he was like one of those guys who like been there since like the seventies. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so he had coached well, I think no, the eighties. I'm sorry, the eighties. Mm-hmm. He um he coached the eighties because he was the coach because in South Carolina, when they made it to where you had to have, where you had to play fifteen games, my school is the first school to have an undefeated team in the state of South Carolina. Fifteen, no, like it was the '89 team. He was the coach then, okay. and then they did it again in '94, and he was the coach. So he got the two state championships there. But like, he was like that guy where like everybody revered him. Everybody 
wanted to play for him. Like, he was like our Bud Kimmer. Now, I mean, I had a couple of interactions with him, but the reason I was able to have interactions with him for the simple fact of I was on, you know what I'm saying, the C team and the JV team my mm. seventh and eighth grade year. So you're still practicing with the varsity team and shit, or right. at least you're around it. So I was able to have interactions. Now, I don't – he definitely wasn't no Bud Kimmer. Bud Kimmer was just – I mean, yo, like – but he got the, the hardest line ever, though. And I've been What's taking that? this line with me. Like throughout life, since I heard this, I just been waiting to be able to say it. And I got one person I can say it about. <coughs> and when he told my when my shot to run the oop to you, oh, you are the dumbest smart yo, kid I've ever seen. Yo, I take that line, man, and ran with it. But I'd be like, man, you the damn dumbest smart person I know. But like <laughs> that, that is man, listen, I fucking love that line. But then like but yo, I hated Bud Cameron, yo. Yeah. Like everything about him, man, he was a complete piece of shit. Like for him to tell one of his players to go by my rules or I could I could fuck with your your transcripts and get uh, your whole was, damn dip. Bro, first first and foremost, bro, let me tell you the most heartbreaking scene in that fucking movie is when my nigga Mox, bro, was literally Excited reading that fucking letter, bro. Oh. This nigga got accepted to Brown, my nigga. Even his drunk ass mama knew what was going on. She sobered <laughs> up real quick just to congratulate this nigga. Did this nigga daddy say, I want to talk to you about Gilroy? I said, Oh, you's a fuck nigga, man. No wonder the coach is punking your goofy ass. Like, man, get your ass out of here. He deserved to get hit in the face with that football, bro. He definitely did. He definitely, he definitely did. Deserved that shit. And 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 he he tried to I think now this is the one thing about parents, yo. In most cases, all parents like like this, you know, i.e. Barry Sanders. Barry Sanders' dad I always told him he wasn't that good. So mm-hmm. it does happen in the other way. But you also have it to where a parent like mine, my dad was going around telling people I could guard Randy Moss. I had to tell my dad to chill out. So you got parents hey man, that see, see, you know what? <laughs> Can't be mad at your dad because he could have got your ass in the league. <laughs> hey, hey, he could have been. LeVar uh, Ball did it. LeVar Ball before, before, uh, before LeVar Ball, I'm just, man. I'm just saying y'all could have been on first take, all kind of shit. <laughs> My dad do not need to be on the first. <laughs> or what was it then? Cold pizza. Y'all could have been on cold pizza and shit. Oh man, that's funny. That is so funny. Nah, uh, nah. Everybody, look. I'm keep my dad private. My dad, my dad be saying some wild shit, but hey, um, Levar Ball do too, man. Yeah, yeah, he does. And uh, yeah, that scene, that scene was heartbreaking for the simple fact of like, but Mox kind of made it worse when he was like. Gilroy, tell me who wins. And it's kind of like, don't be afraid of your damn opponent, man. Uh, but at the same time... I don't think I don't he think was, he was afraid of Gilroy. I think he was more so pissed off at his dad, though. Like, my nigga, I just got accepted into a fucking Ivy League college. This could set me up for fucking life. And they said a full fucking ride, bro. Full ride, academic ride. And nigga, you, to an Ivy League... This nigga ain't got to worry about shit. 
I mean, he gonna have problems paying them loans back, but he ain't got to worry about shit. He gonna be good. Yeah. Man, yeah, that that was bullshit, man. Cause it's like, oh, well, I'm really happy about it, but I gotta talk to you about Giro. And it's like, yo, all you can think about is this damn next high school game that I got. But like, see, and and I mean, cause but his dad was even under peer pressure about that shit though. That's the that's the shit that was weird as fuck to me. Yeah, like the whole the whole town, like he he got. A damn the damn cop guy going up to him like you know talking to him about Marxism going along with the plan. It's mm-hmm. just like the fuck, yo, this this is high school football. Why are you so invested anyway? This is my child. Why are you so goddamn invested in hey, a man, fucking high that's, school? That's what I said, bro. We gotta do something about small towns and high school football, bro. Cause it's like even the politics there was fucked up. This nigga the the sheriff was in there talking about yeah man they put their wings on the door of the their wangers on the door of the, uh, the Alano I mean, on the club. window yeah at the Alano <laughs> club the women's choir seen not seen their wangers so the dude was like wangers at the Alano club, club. <laughs> that's no good coach sitting there you know what I'm saying looking at the newspaper like hey there's a problem with my boys nigga the sheriff bitched up like yeah uh, like oh, no they're but just kids. they're just kids. Fuck out of here, nigga. I'm the sheriff. I will lock your goofy ass up. Yes, it's a big problem. You got some listen. drunk ass drug addict football players. Yo, listen, they were got they was at the damn one house that they do all their parties at. And oh, the man. cop shows up. Twitter got beer. Everybody got beer. Mm-hmm. It, but see, this is what pissed me off about that scene, right? Mm-hmm. So the cops come up and then he like, if it ain't Charlie Twitter. So he gave him the whole Mount Me joke. He was like, you know what? He was like, make me feel bad. Now I'm going to go home. And he was like, he said, uh, you hurt my feelings. Now I'm going to go home. And then this, it might have, sn- I mean, you're a movie guy, so I'm pretty sure you heard it. But some mm-hmm. people might have didn't catch it. But before he got in that cop car, the cop leaned over to somebody and said, where's Billy Bob? No, the cop that asked, I mean, the cop that was talking to Twitter asked about Billy Bob. Yeah. And mm-hmm. you know why? They asked about Billy Bob because he was the one who fell. Lance got hurt. So he mm-hmm. wanted to go talk to him about fucking Lance, yo. It's yeah. like you got high school kids out here drinking. Oh, we just want to make sure y'all ain't going to drink and drive. Are you fucking kidding me? These kids are kids. Ain't nobody at this bitch 21 except the one dude <laughs> who graduated in, in the 80s. 80s. He said, shut up the high school boy. They should call it America's Funniest Home Videos are Getting Hit in the Nuts. Yeah. That motherfucker deserved that shit. He man. deserved that, man. Why you two goddamn that? old to be out there trying to get some high school pussy. I don't even think he was trying to get none. I think he was just there, yo. Nah, I think that he didn't get none back then. He wasn't getting none then. Nah, my G. He wanted some high school pussy. Oh, he wanted some. That didn't mean he was getting it. He he'd have found one in there. That nigga was a predator. I think that was the I, to me. I think them hitting him in the nuts was the symbolism. Like your drunk ass be at all these goddamn parties, fucking on our girls, and you know what I'm saying. Like goddamn, take your old ass home, man. Yeah, that was that was crazy. But like, I was I was I was mad about that, man, because the thing about Billy Bob, like this motherfucker got a concussion the game before. Oh my goodness. Clearly got a concussion. Mm-hmm. And so during this game, you know what I'm saying? He's sitting on the sideline with the oxygen. 
This dude can't wobbling and shit when you walking. Like, come on, man. Yeah, like y'all can't y'all can't see this shit. And mm-hmm. all you can say, but then also back to Bud Kilmer. That's what pissed me off about him. He kept ragging this dude about it. Every chance he got, he was digging in the billy bob about how he got his star quarterback hurt. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, motherfucker, you got your star quarterback hurt. Exactly. This dude is 17, 18 years old, and all he wants to do is please you, knowing he wasn't in the right position to play. The only person that had any sense, what have sense, was Moss. But you also got to understand, when he scored that touchdown, when Lance scored that touchdown, and he put up the fingers, he was like, no, it's got to be true false. That ain't no true false. If he told no, you three and two fingers up, Billy nah. Bob can't count. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> that was the that was obvious. He probably could. The motherfucker had three fingers. The motherfucker said two. Nigga, you don't when you go in concussion, you mean six or nine. You don't say less than. The motherfucker can't count. <laughs> the this nigga got hit and lost his eyesight. Like goddamn fucking concussion, the nigga's blind. But true, true. So <laughs> so it's like, yo, like Mox was like, yo, if you can't go, Billy Bob don't go. And yeah. he's like, Bill, he said, get your ass back on that bitch. <laughs> hey, he was so dirty, man. You want to know, like, he's got to be, like, he's the coach that really say what's on his mind. Oh, you know how sure. some coaches do not want to say, like, what they want to say? Like, for Bud sure. Kimmer said exactly what he meant. Like, to have the one-liners that he had in here, how he told him, you the dumbest damn smart kid I know. How he mm-hmm. told uh, Billy Bob on multiple occasions that you, he's a, you're fat, you're slow, and now all of a sudden you're lazy. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, what the, it's like, you don't tell kids that type shit. Like, I mean, yeah, you could be a realist, but it's just like, it's to a certain point, especially the whole thing on, like, you cost me my perfect season. How does it feel? Like, Small told he told he told Billy Bob, he said, Cry me a river, you fat fucking baby. <laughs> My son quarterback is dragging his leg around because of you. It's like, no, your star quarterback is dragging his leg because of you. I didn't have the awareness to keep my ass out of this damn football game because you also got to understand this is 1999. Mm-hmm. So there aren't really, I mean, look, the NFL didn't acknowledge concussions till fucking what, 10 years ago, 10, 15 years ago? Yeah. So this is still the age of 99. Yo. This was back when coaches would tell us, oh, y'all had a bad drive at practice. Y'all don't get no water. This right. was a thing back then until Corey Stringer died. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? When Corey Stringer died, that's when they was like, okay, we can't use the – you can't have water punishment on y'all no more because this an NFL guy fucking passed out mm-hmm. and died on the practice field because, you know, he was dehydrated. So right. we're talking about 99. So – if you feeling woozy and a coach tell you to get in the game and you 17, 18 years old, like, yeah, you're going to do what your coach says. All of that shit was Bud Kimmer's fault. And to sit there and make him feel bad about it over and over and over again, I'm surprised Billy Bob didn't fucking kill himself. Mm-hmm. Like kids nowadays, they probably would have killed themselves. You know, when you keep telling him over and over about how it's his fault and all this type shit. Yeah, man, like, like Bud Kimmer, man, his whole little getting his 23rd district championship and all this shit. But Mox made up a great point because, like, his whole thing was if they win that game with Bud Kimmer on the sideline, they're going to revere him 
as the damn greatest coach to ever live. Yeah. And it's like he's like, nah, like the what the whole way they set that shit up was perfect. And then also I love how they put in there about Lance Harbor, you know what I'm saying, going to Florida State. <laughs> um hey, but they killed me the way they kept saying Florida State, but um but for them to be injecting him in his knee like that. This is a real thing. This is a real problem. Yeah, this shit's still going on in the league today. Yeah, and it's like when he when he tore his ACL, I, I guess that's what it ended up being. But like, because they didn't necessarily say ACL. But nigga, no, he fucked his whole knee up. Yeah, and he was like, there wasn't dude even said no it wasn't, Yeah, dude said it wasn't nothing connected in that motherfucker, bro. Yeah, he was like, I'm surprised he ain't had no problem before. And he was like, oh, well, he never said anything to me about it. You well, just on, shot bro. him up. You literally on, just shot this dude up. When that nigga, no, let me tell you what was the what was the worst part. When that nigga was asking Twitter for pain pills, bro. Yo, Twitter said, "Yo, keep the bottle. I got more at home." Bro, and that shit, is, that shit is heartbreaking, bro. It is, man. And see, I was lucky and fortunate enough. Like, I never look. I never miss a start. I only mm-hmm. missed maybe two practices the whole time I was in high school because my senior year. We just had this one dude, man. He, I, I liked his ambition. Like he was the guy. He was never gonna be a starter. He was never mm-hmm. really gonna play. But he, but he wanted to get better. So every time we <clears> run <throat> individual drills, he always wanted to go against me, and I mm-hmm. hated going against him because he was one of those dudes. It's like when they run, like his arms be flat, oh, like clumsy, yeah. clumsy as hell. And so we running route, and he kicked me in the calf. And I got a mm. Charlie horse. And I had a Charlie horse in my calf for two days, dude. I couldn't practice for two days. Because I had this knot in my calf. And I yeah. had to go to and uh I had to go to the damn listen. I was on that training table crying, my guy. <laughs> he had this thing, like this, mm. this bar thing, and yeah, he was really? digging in it. Oh my God, yeah. but but I was fortunate enough to hey, never look, had to. Let me tell you something about Charlie horses. I used to get them in high school too. I used to get them so bad, nigga. That shit used to wake me up out of my sleep. But I used to get mine in my in my thighs and my hamstrings. Man, listen, it was it was crucial, but like, mm-hmm. and like, I was just fortunate enough. Like, the only other problem I had was I used to my groin used to get really tight, and I had a hip pointer. But it was never to the point of where I needed like pills or anything like yeah. that. But like, it's sad to sit there and watch it because see, look how early the habits can start. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? They 16, 17, 18 years old. And then and on top they, of that, they drinking liquor and beer and shit all the time, bro. Smoking. Like they got them livers was trash. Dude, it was yeah. I'm just like we was talking about this off air about like going back and watching these movies as an adult. Mm-hmm. Even though I've been watching, look, Varsity Blues is, is one of my joints. Like I've been, I've been watching this movie for a long time, but it's just like your perspective changed because mm-hmm. I remember seeing it in '99 and being like, "Oh shit, I'm gonna be on Varsity next year." Like, like this is what high school football is really gonna be like. Because I mean, even though I used to watch our high school game, but when I used to go to our high school games, like I didn't really, you know, what I'm saying. I'm, trying to talk to a girl or something. Like, I never, like, sat down and really, like, watched the game. 
Yeah. And like, I mean, even though I used to practice with these dudes, but like we didn't really go like full, full go because it's practice. So mm-hmm. I was just like, yo, but it's gonna be like this. And I was like, well, I don't even know, but I might want to reconsider. But it but we but we gotta get in the um the whole Wendell and Bud Cameron Motson thing because the thing about Wendell and, and it also pissed me off, but the reality of it is true. He was this black workhorse. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like this dude averaged 133 yards a game, and he only had three touchdowns because he broke for 20 each time. And then he knew every time we get in the red zone, he he run a fullback dive or a sweep to a white receiver. And it's just like this shit happens, yo. Like for sure. It it happens where you you will have the one black star running back, and it's like you got you got that that racism that's in you, but it's just like I I work them, but I just won't put them in the end zone. Mm-hmm. And so I think that, and I, what I think what was great about the writing was the fact of you look at that team, ain't really no black dudes on that team, and for him to him and his mom to have him go to Grambling, that makes sense. That was big. And I thought to put that in the script, I thought Mm -hmm. that was smart. Because I think he looked at it like, yo, I go to this all-white school, pretty Mm -hmm. much. I'm on an all-white team. I'm going to go play with these black dudes over there. Yeah. And I think that that made sense to say that he was going to Grambling. So I thought that that was a dope thing to put in there. But what I liked about Mox was Mox, Mox didn't give a shit. I think Mox was just one of those dudes that was he seemed like that 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 one cool quarterback. Cause I think when it went I think the dynamic between Mox and really everybody on the team was different mm-hmm. from Lance and everybody on the team. Because I think Lance didn't have the awareness that Moxon had. I don't know if it was because Moxon was able to sit back and observe. I don't know if that had anything to do with it. Apparently, Moxon was the goddamn uh, Josh Allen of West Canaan, Texas. He definitely was. <laughs> Dude, listen, that motherfucker even, was going, man. Man, listen. They when when they had zoomed the camera out, and he st- and he had heard of that dude, and he was mm-hmm. dude. He ran past the camera. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, damn, yeah. James better be a little fast, ain't he? Mm-hmm. I was like, shit. But bro, do you realize that James Vanderbeek played? <laughs> a fucking high school kid all throughout the 90s. <laughs> Dude, we ain't gonna do this, man. Because we know who did that shit for three decades. A bunch of them. Fredro Starr. <laughs> nah, bro. No, Dude, dude Fredro Starr played in Sunset Park, dude, in like early 90s. And this dude yeah. was in Save the Last Dance as a high school student. He was a... Nah, he was a high school kid in Moesha, wasn't he? Yes. Damn. And then, and then the dude, that uh, the light skinned dude with the bald head, he was a high school student at Sunset Park. And then he came back and Coach Carter, <laughs> he's still a high school student. Mm-hmm. So we ain't gonna see in that worm, like, my man worm, worm, man. So we ain't gonna act like he looked like he was in high it. school though in Sunset Park. Dude. A little bit in, in Sunset Park, yes, yeah. Coach Carter, not so much. Nah, not Coach Carter though. They, they was definitely grown as fuck. Yeah, wrinkles around his eyes, man. Like, come my on, nigga, man. like, bro, they all, bro, it was the same shit 
with varsity blues, bro, like the only the only nigga that legit that you could probably believe looked like he was in high school was Billy Bob. <laughs> no bullshit. I thought you were gonna say Lance. But, Fuck no. Hey, Paul bro. Walker kind of Paul Walker looked like he was like a sophomore in college. Vanderbeek looked like he was in college. Wendell definitely looked like he was in college. That nigga Wendell. looked like a fucking college senior. <laughs> <NFL. laughs> <laughs> Twitter, let me see. No, Twitter definitely got held back for sure. He looked like a, a fifth year college. I mean, high school student. Everybody stupid, bro. I ain't gonna tweet it like that. Oh, um, we gotta talk about Darcy, bro. Darcy, man. Hey, there's a lot of Darcy's out here, man. Yeah, man. Unfortunately, there's a lot of Darcy's out here. Yeah, Darcy fucked up though. Yo, she she said, "No, thank you, Lance." After my nigga got injured, bro. And she was <laughs> like, "I guess since this is a family issue, I can get going too." <laughs> she chased my man Mox down, bro. And tried to woo that nigga in the car with the regular panties on. Right when she just left the hospital. Bruh. She didn't waste on, no man. time. Come on, man. Broke him and Julie up. Didn't waste no time. I guess. Oh, I got a question for you, right? Okay. Because to me, this was a very interesting dynamic. So do you think that Julie's beef with Mox once he became the starter was that he was changing, or was it the fact that he was now the star player and her brother wasn't anymore? Man, that is a great question. Because I think it's a little bit of both. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's hard, because she's really put in a tough situation from the fact that, like, I think that she knew that Mox didn't really love football like that. He just kind of mm-hmm. played because his homies played. He's just mm-hmm. been playing. And then I think I think it was that it was his homies, but also like I think his dad wouldn't let it go. So I think he just really kept playing. Yeah, because he definitely so, told Kyle that you gotta get off all this weirdo shit. You just gonna start playing football. Yeah. And that, so we gotta talk about Kyle too. That nigga was wild. <laughs> yeah, he was wild. But he was being truthful when he said, if you can nail Darcy, would you do it? <laughs> he put them cousins on it. I'll stop like him. Um, oh, man. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> My nigga had on the suit and the bow tie at the convenience store, bro, with the glasses, man. That nigga cow was wilding, bro. That nigga started a cult. That nigga entered the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Tied to the cross. <laughs> Yo, bro, they got to keep an eye on that nigga, man. Dude was on another oh. level, bro. Oh, my God. Okay, okay. Get back to the track. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that nigga was different. Oh, man. Okay, okay. So, I, I think that she knew that uh, he didn't really love football like that. Mm-hmm. And it was difficult because your brother's a star. Everybody loves your brother. And now he steps in and there ain't no drop off. There's actually, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, a little bit more than what Lance could do. He 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 ended up being a hidden gem. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Sit behind the quarterback that's going to Florida State or whatever. And 
So I think the dynamic was it's hard for her to back then knee injuries like that ended you. Yeah. Um, I think if that happened today, I don't think it would have been that big of a deal because I'd be like, I mean, maybe Florida State would keep him, maybe not, but his career wouldn't be over. Um, so I think that I think that it wasn't that he necessarily changed. I just think that he was enjoying playing, and she's like, why are you happy playing when my brother is laid up getting surgeries and shit, which is kind of a selfish thing because it's like if you get a chance to play, I think Mox enjoyed being on the field. He just never got any chances to be on the field. And you would hate. And look, he said it in the beginning when Kyle was like, yo, you think you play tonight? He was like, do I ever play? He was like, maybe Lance will get hurt. He was like, you know, for a man on the cross, I want you to pray for the health of Lance Harbor. I think Moss was just that. That's what I'm saying. To go back to the point I was saying earlier, for him to talk to Wendell and be like, yo, I'll get you in the end zone. He's like, fuck him, I'll get you in the end zone. Right. And for him to be like, yo, I changed some plays to get you in the end zone, that just shows you, like, Mox is like, yo, like, I'm really looking out for my guys. And to fast forward back to this, it's like he loved Lance. Like, Lance was his homeboy. But also, I'm going to throw this question back at you, but how would you feel with if you Lance and this dude is dating your sister? I mean, Mox seemed like a good dude, though. Like, I don't think he was running games. But see, that's what I'm saying. They all grew up together. So, like, to me, that's not weird. True. Because even Darcy, he was like, yo, I've known you since elementary. I mean, ever since. Yeah, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, to me, it it didn't seem weird. The fact. And then you got to remember, like, they was best fucking friends. So it wasn't like it was something different. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I could see if. I can see if they was like best friends, but went to like different schools and you know what I'm saying, lived in different cities or different parts of town and shit like that. Like, nah, like nigga, they all grew up together. Like literally they all grew up together since they was kids. Like even with Billy Bob when he was shooting the trophies and he was talking about like, yo, remember that one time we won the championship, we played for the Steelers. And then, you know what I'm saying? The only thing I can remember is just being yelled at. And like, you know what I'm saying? Like just even just Growing up that's like the, that. That's another thing. I'm gonna talk about that too. But after you answer my question, because I think that's something else that's that's big as well. Yeah, but um, no, nah, I don't. I don't think it's weird for for that to happen. You know what I'm saying? Like, if anything, I think that they was they were super cool with it, only because you know what I'm saying. Like I said, the families was close and everything else. So like, you know what I'm saying? The dads grew up together. They grew up together. You know what I'm saying? So for to them, it was just like shit. That was I guess kind of expected. You know what I'm saying? A little bit. So what about the question that you asked me about the whole dynamic? Oh, um, him. I think be- it was. I think it was more of her. I, I agree with you that it was both, but I think it was more of her brother being injured. You know what I'm saying? Like because him being a star quarterback and everything else. Because I re- I remember when they was uh, when he went to her job when she was um, at the restaurant and, he, and she was like uh, she was like you just some something like a football player. He was like I always been a football player. And she was like, no, you wasn't. That's why I liked you. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Like, you just happened to play different. football. Yeah, you're something different. You just happened to play football. Like, 
So, I mean, I think that kind of had a part to play in it, but just the fact that her brother, it was, it was the, it was her brother that got injured. Like, I don't think she'd have gave a fuck if, you know what I'm saying? Like him and Tweety was battling it out for wide receiver and he ended up being the, you know what I'm saying? The wide receiver in the, on the team. It, I don't think it would have been as big of an issue. Yeah. I, I, I think, yeah, <clears throat> I believe it was two things, man. I, I, I don't, and then, because it's like, because even when he got interviewed and um, he gave his interview, and she was like, gee, heck. And she was like, you even thank God and refer to yourself as one man. She was like, you're a crazy superstar. And he was like, it's a ride. And it, it was just weird. Like, that whole that whole thing. And she was like, yo, I'm going to go see uh, I'm gonna go see Lance. But, like, even for him to go – like Lance told him at the at the uh, at the strip club, he was like, "Yo, you was the only person to visit me in the hospital." Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And it's like this dude sat behind Lance probably his whole life, dude. Like, mm-hmm. but when they showed the clip of them playing as kids, Moss was playing running back. Mm-hmm. But I and I think that he was probably always like a backup to him. But he also played other positions. But once yeah. they got in high school, he probably just sat behind Lance like the whole time. Mm-hmm. And I think that he was just like, well, I'm gonna focus on my academics. Like, I'm just gonna really be out here because Billy Bob's my boy, Tweety's my boy, Lance my boy. Mm-hmm. So this is the best way to hang out with them because I'm on a football team. But yeah, I think that yes, yeah, because like I say, in 1999, man, you you tear up your knee. Oh, it's a wrap. Back back then, it was a wrap. And then yeah. remember, like, um, Darcy was like, yo, he's probably gonna. Uh, be a manager at Walmart and coach JV football. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? She said JV because they like, yo, Bud Kimmer ain't going nowhere. <laughs> so yeah, apparently that like, that, no time soon. Yeah, so like he's going to coach JV because Bud Kimmer's going to stay on the varsity. So it was just like Jules was not the all-time part, though, um, to bring up that scene that you was talking about. And he said, <laughs> he was like, I'm, she said, so you telling me you never seen um, – Darcy and her whipped cream bikini, and he was like, "No." And she was like, "Funny, that's how they got Lance." He was like, "Are we together or what?" And she was like, "I don't think football players all this type of shit." He said, "Jules." She said, "Box." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Hey, I think I think she kind of you know so I think she kind of took it a little hard on my nigga, man. Like, you know, what I'm saying I was thinking about that. Like, this nigga is is finally in the position that. You know what I'm saying? He been looking for for his whole fucking life. And you his fucking girlfriend. And the one person he looked to to give him some fucking credit and to show him some love. And you can't even fucking do that. She was a piece of shit for that. Yeah, but she also, the reason they even had that conversation is because she saw him and Darcy kissing in the hallway. And for I sure, think that sure. she but knew. Even, she even knew. before that, she was still hating though. She was hating, but like that turned it that turned the whole situation around but the fact that seeing him in the hallway kissing Darcy because she knew what Darcy was. Mm-hmm. But what kills me is, did she talk to Lance about it? Like, Lance, you know this girl is on your, on, only on your dick because you're going to Florida State. Like, I'm, sure, I'm sure Lance knew. Because it was just like, she seemed like she knew she was going to Tallahassee with him. She so definitely was, told him that she needed to be his wide receiver, whatever the fuck that meant. That was a weird ass way to say let's have sex, but yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah. I ain't like that. I ain't like. I didn't that. like that line at all. 
Yeah, that was trash. The bitch, don't use football in you. <laughs> 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 Talking about some ass, bro. That's not that's not cool at all. That's a little weird. Yeah, but but to answer your question though, yo, man, there there are some darkies out here, yo. Oh like, yeah, for sure. Girls that are just attaching themselves to dudes and like not I mean, really we see having it on Instagram. Yeah, and I mean, and I think that. What Mox told her, I mean, that, I mean, that was really the only thing he could tell her at that time. But just like, yo, like you need to be focused on getting yourself out of here. Don't try to, you know, what I'm saying, you attach mm-hmm. yourself to a man to get out of here. But this is the only part I didn't get. Maybe you can help me out with this. Because did you take? Okay, yes or no answer. Did you take the whole inviting him over thing? This would be the first time that he ever would have did anything with Darcy, right? Yeah. Okay, so when they were sitting there on the, on the chair, he was like, damn. Because it sounded like he said me, but he was like, you got me with the whipped cream thing every time. Or did he say you just getting people with the I, – I couldn't – because it's like obviously Lance told them and told his sister about mm-hmm. the whipped cream bikini. But he was like, yo, you get me with the whipped cream thing. Um, I think he said you everything. get him with the whipped cream thing. Every Maybe time. he did say you get him. Yeah. But like, then that gets you thinking like, damn, like, I mean, did, did she do him with any, you know what I'm saying, receiver? You know what I'm saying, running back? This is only the quarterbacks? You know I mean? I mean, she the head cheerleader, you know, head cheerleader supposedly supposed to be with the star quarterback and blase fucking blah. Yeah, so, but to bring up that point you made about Billy Bob, yo, you like my my first year of playing organized football, I was eleven, mm-hmm. and it's like, and look, it's a different time now. Like a lot of these kids now, they don't they don't understand, but the mental abuse that we was getting, oh, niggas had no kids, fucking idea. I mean, kids. Niggas had no yo. idea. Yo, the re- <clears throat> excuse me, the realest scene in that movie is when Kilmer grabs Box by the face mask, and as he's talking to him, he yanking his shit. That's yeah. the realest scene in that movie, yeah. bro. I'm talking about from Pee Wee up. That's the realest fucking scene in that movie. I don't know how many times I done seen niggas, and me personally, get my fucking face mask yanked. Like, that's the realest fucking scene in the movie, bro. Yeah, and and it happened to me, man. The coach spitting in your face and shit. And you, you know yelling, that? smacking the shit out your helmet, like, bro. I've yeah. been there. I've been there. And it's and it's like, man, the and and then like it really has you thinking, like, cause like he was like, cause Mox was like, yeah, it was fun. He was like, no, way. And he's like, I just remember getting yelled at. You're too fat, Billy Bobby. Too dumb and slow. It's mm-hmm. like you telling eight, nine, ten, eleven year olds. You know what I'm saying? This type of shit, and it's like. I understand you, yeah, but I understand you might be trying to encourage, but like it, like I wonder, do like some of these people look back at playing little league where when you play a sport and it's supposed to be fun, mm-hmm. but you just remember getting yelled at and criticized until you, you know, what I'm saying until you it's supposed to be right. what? huh? You said it's supposed to be what? I thought it's supposed to be fun. Nah, bro. What are you talking about? Dude, listen. Yo, listen. I Okay, you said you started playing at uh, 11? Yeah. Okay, so, so I started playing at 8. The first thing our coach told us, you're not here to have fun. 
You're here to win. <laughs> Literally, nigga. The first thing the coach told us, bro. You're not here to have yeah. fun. You're here to win. I played for the Dayton Flames. Dude, I played until I got the, the until I got to I think it was middle school. Dude, I played for the Grill Jets, my guy. Okay then. And and I played and and it's funny to think about the position because back then there wasn't no such thing as spread offenses. You know what I'm saying? Like exactly. you had maybe two receivers and that was it in little league back then. Oh yeah, for sure. And like, dude, I played I played fullback and defensive end, my guy. <laughs> and really? then Yes, and then the next year when I was twelve, I played tight end and defensive end. Cause see, I, I was always cornerback. Cause I was always pretty big for my age, mm-hmm. and like, but then like my my seventh grade year, like I said, I was on the C team. I was on ninth uh, on ninth grade team, so I ended up they put me at receiver. But yeah, dude, they used to have me in the trenches, dude. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? And oh, I, I play. Like, I take that back. I played nose guard too. See, that's what I'm saying. It's just like the thing about like I look at my body frame now and be like, yo, I play defensive end. But uh nigga, the fact that I was on the line, dude, I was <laughs> the smallest <laughs> nigga on the team. Why was I at nose guard, bro? <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Oh man. Nah, man, this yo, this movie, this movie is wild, man, and I, and I think it has a lot of, a lot of little gems in it, man. But I think, uh, I think it's also to this generation now. Like, if I was to show this movie like to my kids now, like they wouldn't be able to relate to this shit at all because it's so different now. Like, kids' yeah. sports is different now. A lot of shit ain't participation trophies. Yeah, like it is, it is, it is so different now. But at the same time, you also got to understand there was similar coaching like Bud Kimmer, but you got to understand like the shit that Bud Kimmer was doing and saying was very unacceptable. Like that's not how you be a coach because this dude was, yo, this dude start choking out his quarterback in the locker room. I guess locker room, bro, and the whole squad had to get him off. Like, but. What I do like about that scene was the fact that they were willing to quit for the betterment of a play on their team just so he wouldn't be in the same situation as Lance. Mm-hmm. I thought that part was dope because, like, how everybody would just, like, keep that needle out of his leg, you know, arm done. And he was like, good, finally. He was like, tweeted, take the snaps. And tweeted, like, mm-hmm. nah, I'm out, coach. And he told him, yo, the only way we're going back on that field is without you. Yeah, man. Hey, my man flipped out. But I thought it was dope how they rolled for Wendell because he he I, they that's what I'm saying. Coaches can influence you to do shit where because like he was just like, oh, you you you'll be fine, Wendell. Everything will be good, man. Get this shot. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You go back out there. There's gonna be no issues. You ain't gonna feel no pain. But they ain't telling you, yo, the damages that's gonna happen to your it's leg gonna be way fucking worse. Yeah. And and I thought that that was dope for them to ride for him the way that they did, and for Lance to not show any resentment because, dude, it can be a lot of situations where a person that had riding what they had riding, for him to not even want to be around the team, for him to not even want to. Focus I mean, and let's, no let's keep it and let's keep it one hundred, bro. That nigga wasn't losing a scholarship to fucking Florida State because he injured his fucking knee. 
He might have. More than like more than likely, he probably wasn't even gonna play his freshman year. This is true. And but, he could have redshirted. True. But I remember like when I was in, when I was up at school, right? Mm-hmm. We had this dude, Andre Pope. I said his name. That dude was awesome. He was a, a running back and defensive back. He was a he was out of he was from Maryland. Mm-hmm. Full ride, Clemson. Senior year playoff game, Torres ACL, Clemson pulled. That's why he ended up being at Fairmont State. But this is the thing, though. My dude got faster and quicker there. This dude mm-hmm. ran four three. He was a corner. He was he was like five he was like five eleven six foot two fifteen at corner running a four mm-hmm. three my guy like beast beast man I mean he was beast but like I say like they put but the thing is like he he could have even if he could have you know what I'm saying shit I mean I know they weren't good back then go to Texas Tech you know what I'm saying man, like they would have took you man listen man listen the motherfucker was all state two years in a row. Yep. Back to back champion. Like, I'm sure he was Mr. Texas football or some shit. Yeah. Whatever they like, had. Somebody like, would have took him. Th- no, Florida State was going to take him. <laughs> That's what I'm that, trying to tell you. Well, the way they set this movie up, they set it up to like, you, you're injured, the Florida State shit is gone. Yeah, no, that's not, bro. First off, he's a quarterback. So let's let's go ahead and just. Talk about yeah. the quarterbacks, bro. Quarterbacks get special treatment. He's a quarterback. He could he could sit he could sit a year out, come back, redshirt him. He'll still be a freshman. We at least got two three years of him. It's go ahead and let him sit. It's not the NFL. We ain't looking for him to come in and make a difference like that. Yeah, but they they made it like disaster mode in this movie. Mm-hmm. You know, because the, even they said that at the end, he said Lance found his calling as a coach. And it's just yeah. like, so he just well with that injury, with that injury that they was talking about, because the the ref was like shit. I mean, the ref, the doctor said shit. You know what I'm saying? We can he gonna have to go through a series of surgeries, and then you know what I'm saying? He may be able to learn to walk again, if not at all. So you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like that just meant that he was really fucked up, which I could see then them pulling out. But for something like you know what I'm saying, what they tried to make it seem at first. Like I ain't, I couldn't see Florida State or any college pulling out because of that. Like that's just some shit that he could sit a year out. You know what I'm saying? Rehab, get better, red shirt him, boom, and now we back in the game. Yeah, true, true. But that that scene though, that scene was crazy, man. That scene was crazy yeah, for a coach, a coach to to straight up start choking a play out, man, in front of everybody. And funny, it was though. funny. It was funny how the announcers was like, uh. How the announcers was like, uh, he said, uh, a touchdown on the board, and there's no Bud Cameron. I said, what happened? Did they hurt his feelings? Hey, nah, my all-time part, though. He says, good gosh, I'm out of Joe Friday. Billy Bob, Billy Bob. Ain't <laughs> 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 hey, that announcer used to kill me, but hey, Gilroy was a beast, bud. Yeah. Hey, but if you, pay attention, you pay attention, Gilroy was the black school. Yeah. <laughs> I was scared of him. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't. I would. I, I definitely paid attention to that one. Light skin oh, yeah. nigga, break dancing in the end zone. I said, "Oh yeah, that's the yeah. black school." I knew. It was, I knew what Gilroy was. Dude, I knew what Gilroy was before that. When 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 his dad said, "You know, hey, look, I'm happy about Brown, but I got to talk to you about Gilroy." 
I already knew right there and there. Oh yeah, this this gotta be. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this gotta be this gotta be the black school. Hey, this is the same way everybody on the team was fast. <laughs> <laughs> nah, Every single white. fucking player on the team was fast, bro. Hey, everybody was, but that shit was ridiculous. Hey, the opening kickoff return, they ran that shit back. Man, they was busting their ass. I don't give a fuck if they're sober. They was gonna get their ass busted <laughs> by Gilroy, regardless, bro. I'm telling you now. Oh man, yo, this movie's wild, man. For sure, bro. All right, man. Let's get in. <clears throat> excuse me. Let's get into the fire flames, bro. Let's do it. Yoga fire. Yoga flame. All right, man. So, um, you up first? All right, man. So, like I mentioned earlier, I thought this movie was. Pretty, it was pretty accurate, pretty realistic. I thought that was dope. We don't really have real football movies like that anymore. Um, I thought that the gameplay was where it was at. Now, granted, there was a lot of diving. There was, oh man, did you see the amount of helmet on helmet hits? Uh, bro, it was yo, it was the wild, wild west back then. Um, so I thought that that was dope. I thought that was real. Um, I like the story, the realistic, the realistic, a lot of man, realistic of it, of like Wendell being the only black dude there going to Grambling for Mox to be the backup, but he ended up really being a cool dude. Mm-hmm. Um, Tweeter was, yo, listen, Tweeter was at practice, my guy, and looked down in his pants and said, what the fuck is that? Yeah. <laughs> Tweeter was the man, but Tweeter was the man. I fuck with Tweeter, but um, uh, fuck Bud Cameron to the end of time. But you know what? I, I ain't go. I'm I'm not gonna give it a perfect score, but I'm definitely gonna give it a four point five. Man, I've been fucking with Boston the Blues for a long time, man. Mm-hmm. And uh, so yeah, I'm I'm I ain't gonna give it. I ain't gonna give it a, a five, but I'm gonna give it a four point five. Um, I'm giving it a four. I'm definitely giving it a four. Um, I think that, you know what I'm saying? It was, it, it had to be, um, dramatized for the movie, of course. But I believe that a lot of the stuff in this movie, you know what I'm saying, was definitely true. Um, you know what I'm saying? It, it was a lot going on. And then we, once again, you know what I'm saying? We're talking about Texas where football is religion. You know what I mean? We we've had out countless movies about Texas football. Um we've had uh Friday Varsity Night Blues, Friday Night Lights, you know what I'm saying? We we it's just we've had a Quarter bunch high. of Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like we had a bunch of movies on them. So I mean you could tell like down there, man, like especially with a, as many small towns as they have, like high school football is fucking king. So um the cast was great. John Voight, man, shout out to him. That's my guy, father of Angelina Jolie, if y'all don't know who that is. Um, James Vanderbeek, everybody remembers him from Dawson's Creek. Uh, Paul, Young Paul Walker, you know what I'm saying? Um, who else was in this joint? What was dude's name? Uh, Tweeter, because he be in all the little movies, too. He used to be in all the, the good movies, too. Well, Jane, um, uh, uh, James, uh, Scott Kane, Scott Kane, Kane. Yeah. I, mean, I said Kane. 
Yeah, he was in it. Um, Richard Lineback, he be in some movies. Amy Smart, um, Ali Larder. You know what I'm saying? It Dude, was a, it was a mm-hmm. you know uh uh Billy Bob Run Lester, he died, man, 2016. I didn't know that. Yeah, they said he battled with, uh, with weight since he was five years old, man. That's they crazy. said they said when he was thirty, he weighed five hundred and eight pounds. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, man. But you know, saying it was a it was a great oh, it was a great movie. You know who name you forgot? But that he didn't really he didn't really get to talk much in it. Jamie Plemons. You know who that is? He was Tommy Harper. He he was your cop in uh he was the FBI agent in Judas and the Black Messiah. Okay, okay, cool. Oh, that's right. No, that wasn't. Yes, it was. There's no way. That's him. That was him as a kid. Damn, yep. it is. Yep, that's crazy. That's what's up, man. Oh, that's right. He I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now that I think it back, yeah, that is him. Um, so yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's just good to see, you know what I'm saying? That kind of cast doing, you know what I'm saying? An amazing job that they did. Um, I enjoyed the football scenes, the the actual, you know what I'm saying? Games. They looked as realistic as possible, especially for 1999. Um, so yeah, I'm going four point, uh, uh, I'm going four. I'm sorry. I'm about to say 4.5 minute four. That's what's up, man. I ain't mad at it at all. Yeah, man. Let's get into this coming soon. Let's go. Coming soon. Coming soon. Oh, shit, bro. You know that me and this nigga Jesse Clemens is the same age, bro? Get out of here. We'll both be 34 this year. That's crazy. Damn, bro. He looked 40-something in Judas and the Black Messiah. I'm fucked up. Yeah, I'm doing all right then. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> right, niggas still think I'm in my twenties, bro. Um, man, listen, this next movie we got is about one of the greatest female MCs of all time, um, from the legendary Juice Crew, Miss Roxanne Shante. Um, legend has it that you know what I'm saying they used to take her, Bismarck and them used to take her around the city of New York to battle one-on-one, you know what I'm saying, freestyles off the top of the dome. And she got so good that they quit finding females to battle for and start finding dudes. And she was tearing their asses up. Um, Also, legend has it that um, the song Roxanne, Roxanne is about her, which – they said it wasn't, but she made a reply to it. You know what I'm saying? It was all in jest and fun. But, you know what I'm saying? Just around the time of the birth of hip-hop, she was one of the ones that was a part of, you know what I'm saying, the the um, foundation of hip-hop. I like That's what I like to call it. I like to call, you know what I'm saying, like the 70s, 80s, the foundation of hip-hop. Um but she was with like Biz Marquee, the Juice Crew, you know what I'm saying? Around the time when KRS One and you know what I'm saying, and MC Shan and all them was around, like she got the chance to see all that. Like she knew a lot of the guys that was, you know what I'm saying, rapping as well. So like they all kind of in a weird way came up together um around that time. And it's I think it's just dope to be able to hear her story 
and see how she, you know what I'm saying, came up to be, you know what I'm saying, one of the dopest female MCs and dopest MCs to ever touch a microphone. Yeah, man, coming out of the, uh, the famous Queen Bridge, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying, being from the same neighborhood as a lot of those people and and how Nas confirmed the stories of how, you know, every time she would see Nas, would be like, you got something for me today? Mm-hmm. He was like, you know, because he totally wanted to be a rapper, but um, she, he was like, he really blames um, Roxanne, Rock, uh, Shantae for getting his getting his rhymes together. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Because she used to always be on him about being prepared, about having his rhymes together. And so, you know, we could kind of say, yo, Roxanne, Shantae might be, you know, what I'm saying, a huge part of. I mean, he kind of said that he was like, she's a huge part of me getting my rhymes together. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it, it makes sense. if you if you go back and listen to Illmatic. Like just the the complexity of his bars and like his rhyme schemes, his cadences and his breath and all that shit, like it makes sense. Because she yeah. she was if you you know what I'm saying, like she seemed like one of those artists. Like to this day, she still can go. She yeah. got a radio show on Sirius XM on Rock the Bells, like she still can fucking go. Listen, man, Roxanne Sh- Shantae was Rhapsody before Rhapsody. Nah, I mean Rhapsody's dope, doper, but I'm just saying. I think, like, I think MC Light was Rhapsody before Rhapsody. Oh, do you think it was Queen Latifah? Nah, it was MC Light. Okay. Well, we'll get more to into it next week. Well, not yeah, MC week, Light. Days. MC Light had a, a smoother flow. You know what I'm saying? She had better cadences and all that, and she she had bars on top of bars. So I think it was definitely MC Light. But we, you know, it's like you said, we'll get into it on uh, Friday. Uh, so, yeah, man, y'all get ready. You know what I'm saying? It's going to be a fun one, another fun one. Um, and last but not least, man, fuck Bud Kilmer. Man, you ain't lying. You know what I'm saying? To the day we die and anybody like him. You know what I'm saying? Those, those are the type of dudes that create legends, but they also create thousands and destroy thousands as well. Um, hey, but but shout out to John Voight because he's good in them roles. No, John Voight is the man. He he he's great in those roles. He I told you that's very my that's unlike. my dude. Like no, no no for real. Like from from Anaconda to fucking to go to to do a role like Anaconda to then go do a role like this and then to turn around and do a role like dude. National Fucking Treasure, bro. Dude, you got to see him. I know you ain't with the show, but dude, and Ray Donovan, mm-hmm. Mickey. He's the worst guy. Like he's the worst dad ever, dude. Like yeah. he is like, but he's great at playing like, like one of the assholes. Like he's mm-hmm. he's, he's great at that. He got great yeah. range, man. I fuck yeah. with John Voight heavy, bro. Like John Voight is one of those guys. Like when you see him in it, you expect a certain caliber. You know, what I'm saying out of the film that he's in. Yeah, but um, yeah. So you know, it's gonna be a uh, it's gonna be an interesting, one, man. Make sure though, you guys follow us on the socials, um. At View and Nine Pod on Instagram and Twitter, VA Pod Watch Group on Facebook. You can follow me on uh, Twitter at Scoots Bronson, and uh, my profile just got accepted to take tips. So uh, you know what I'm saying. If you want to throw some change, a brother way to put towards the podcast, feel free to go to my Twitter and donate. I also take uh, crypto as well. Um, yo, I'm thinking. I'm thinking we should do. We should get together, man, and do some. Uh, some podcast NFTs. Cool. We can talk about it out there. 
Yeah, I think that'll be dope. We had to do like a special episode that you can, you know what I'm saying, get through NFTs. So, but um, yeah, so we we'll be working on something, man. What you got? Yes, sir, man. Uh y'all can catch me at uh, Foster 8 on Instagram and Twitter, uh at 28 minutes or less pie on IG. Like I said, all major platforms, man. Go check out uh the new episode that I put up. Uh, emergency episode 71 uh, on the 49ers and uh, shit, even the older episodes, man uh, Ray Donovan still moving you know what I'm saying, go check out the Ozark episode if you about to finish that up go check it out, uh, my thoughts on Ozark season 4 part 1 I'm hearing, I don't know if it's true, but I'm hearing March I don't know but that's what I'm hearing so uh, go check out everything I got in the archives, man for sure, man, for sure. So, um, yeah, that's all we got for right now. We'll be coming at you very soon again. Get ready. Uh, with that said, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. We definitely appreciate the support, as always. And like they said, Hollywood, man, that's a wrap.